Oh, you boys, they my brothers, they my friends. Yeah. I let Coach Sumlin, yeah. I let the stoop. The entire first half, we got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money, and all we wanted to do was have pouty expressions on our face. Hello, and welcome to the Around the 12 podcast. My name is Tanner Price. And while I'm recording this podcast, I'm actually watching the Cincinnati-Kansas game. This game is in Lawrence, obviously, Allen Fieldhouse. Legendary, legendary arena. Um, But first of all, let's go ahead and talk about some uh, orderly things, and then we will get into recapping games, talking bracketology, talking AP Top 25, and picking this next week of games. So first of all, please be sure to follow the podcast on X, Instagram, and TikTok at around the underscore 12. Be sure to follow follow us on Facebook, uh, and there we're around the 12 podcast. And then please, please, please be sure to check us check us out on Patreon, and there we are, patreon.com forward slash around the 12 podcast. The link to that Patreon page will be in the description, and just so you know, um, I have released, I believe, five, four or five of the short episodes that I talked about last week, and those are just reviewing the 2023 football season for every school. Right now, I only have five out, and just so you know, they are free. Those episodes will be free. Um, I do have a subscription tier on Patreon, but for now, um, until we get a bigger listener base, I'll make everything free until um, I think that we can start to put some stuff behind a paywall. I know I know everybody's asking you for money these days, but this is just to make sure that I can continue doing the podcast um, because there are some fees to to publish the podcast. Um, so yeah, that is, oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, also be sure to rate the podcast so that other people can find it. If you wouldn't mind taking a minute out of your time to go to the Around the 12 page and give us whatever star you like. Um, whatever you think of this podcast, I would greatly appreciate any feedback you guys have. I don't know if you can actually write a review on Spotify, but I know you can on Apple Podcasts. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a review, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Okay, so let's jump into some basketball because it's basketball season, baby. We are absolutely in the thick of things. Um, we just finished week two of the conference slate. Um, and honestly, I got to pat myself on the back a little bit. I went 10 and four in my first week of picking games. So probably the best week that I or Greg have had since starting the podcast, but 10 and four. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll go through some of these or all of these games and I'll tell you also what I picked because I was pleasantly surprised. I picked a pretty good upset myself. Alrighty, everybody, let's talk about the weekday games from this past week. First of all, we had TCU at Cincinnati. I did take Cincinnati in this one, and they ended up winning in overtime, 81-77. to um, In this game, Day-Day Thomas from Cincinnati had 24, 21 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists. And a key stat that I pulled out of this game was TCU had 19 turnovers. That is just not going to be a winning statistic, especially in the Big 12 but really across all uh, conference play in Division One basketball. 
The next game, we had Baylor at Kansas State. I picked Baylor in this one, but Kansas State did pull out a win at home in overtime. This one was 68-64. to In this game, Tyler Parrish had 18 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists. And on the losing end of things, Baylor shot only 18% from 3. That is going to be a significant struggle for Baylor if they can't figure it out from the three-point line moving forward in conference play. Then, the game that I don't really want to talk about, but I have to, is Kansas at Oklahoma State. And I did pick Kansas as my lock of the week for this one, and it hit by a mile. Um, Kansas won 90-66. to Kevin McCuller Jr. in this game, who I think um, might be the MVP of the Kansas team. I know Hunter Dickinson is drawing all the attention from all the national media, but I really like what Kevin McCuller Jr. has done for Kansas so far. He had 18 points, 6 rebounds, and 8 assists. Almost, I know he's a little bit far away, but almost a triple-double in this game. And Kansas was 62% from the field. So if you shoot 62% from the field, you are most likely going to win whatever game you're playing in and whoever you're playing it against, honestly. And then on the flip side, Oklahoma State was 40% from the field. So a 22% discrepancy in the shooting averages from each team. So definitely a big win for Kansas. Well, it was a game that they should have won, but they won it by such a large margin that it turned out to be a good win from them. And then we have Iowa State at BYU. Iowa State was on a little bit of a run. I picked BYU, and BYU won by 15 in this game. And Spencer Johnson of BYU had 28 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists. I didn't really think that there was anything outstanding in this game. Mostly it was uh, fairly even on both sides, statistically-wise, but BYU was just more consistent when it came down to it. Then West Virginia at Oklahoma. I took OU in this game, and OU ended up winning by 14. So so nice nice little win for OU at home there. Otegua Owe from OU had 12, po- had 12 points and 10 rebounds, so a nice little double-double for him there. And then we had... UCF at Texas, and I did take Texas in this one, but UCF won by six. Shamari Allen of UCF had 17 points, four rebounds, and seven assists. And I really thought that the key uh, contributing factor to UCF winning this game is that they were plus 15 in rebounding. If you're Texas, you are struggling right now. You really need a win, um, and you cannot get beat to the glass like they did against UCF. In the final weekday game, which I thought was going to be the best game of the week, but ultimately it wasn't. We had Texas Tech at Houston. I took Houston in this one, and ultimately it was Houston, but they ended up winning by 23, and Jamal Sheed had 29 points, 4 rebounds, and 10 assists. In this game, Tech only shot 36% from the field, so very, very solid defensive game by Houston. I was I was pleasantly surprised at this game because Houston had been had lost two of their first three conference games, but they were able to turn it around and get a get a very solid win against a good Texas Tech team. And then over this past Saturday, uh, which would have been what January twentieth, we had Baylor at Texas, and I took Baylor in this game. I thought that they would be able to pull out a win, and it looked like they might they were potentially going to. But Texas wins on a last-second layup by Tyrese Hunter. They won by two in this game. And my key player from uh, Baylor at Texas was Max Aismas 
from Texas who scored 15 points, 5 rebounds, and 7 assists. He's one of the smaller guys on the court, so honestly getting 5 rebounds is pretty impressive. And Texas only had 7 turnovers in this game, which I thought was a really, really key statistic for them to be able to pull out a win. And then we had OU at Cincinnati. I took Oklahoma in this one, and they ended up pulling it out for me. OU wins 69-65. Javion McCollum had 16 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. And really, I I didn't think that Cincinnati played bad in this game. They actually had a chance to win um, coming down the stretch. But Cincinnati was only able to shoot 27% from three. And honestly, if you're if you're below the 35-ish percentile from three in the Big 12, you're probably going to lose that game. Unless you are just absolutely mani- ma- a maniac on the offensive boards. Then we had UCF at Houston. And I really like, I liked Houston in this game. And obviously Houston was able to pull it out by 15. Jamal Sheed had 10 points, seven rebounds and five assists. And once again, like I was just talking about, if you shoot anything less than 35%, you're probably going to lose. And UCF shot 19% from three in this game. Very, very poor showing. And they only scored 42 points. If you're going to put up 42 points in a big 12 conference game, you're probably not going to win. I know the Big 12 is known for its offense, but it's also known for its defense. And if you can't, um, or if you only allow a team 42 points, you're probably going to win. I know I'm saying probably a lot tonight, but it's, it's true. It's just the fact that it's just a matter of fact. Then we had Iowa State at TCU. I did pick TCU in this one, and Iowa State ended up winning by one. In this game, Keyshawn Gilbert had 20 points, four rebounds, and four assists. And Iowa State had 18 steals. Steals. Not They just didn't force uh, 18 turnovers by TCU. It was specifically steals in this game. So that is a great defensive showing by Iowa State. And this one, this next game, oh boy, was I onto something here. Kansas at West Virginia. I decided to, you know what, let's just go with West Virginia, see what happens. Um, I might lose it, but it's all right. Well, West Virginia ended up pulling out a six-point win. They put up 91 points on Kansas. I know this game was in Morgantown, but this is a struggling West Virginia team who has had a lot of controversy over the last nine-ish months. Um, in this game, Raekwon Battle had 23 points, nine rebounds, and two assists. Um, another key contributing factor to West Virginia getting this win over Kansas was that they shot 57% from three. Um, which holds my theory true. That's all I'll say there. <laughs> then we had BYU at Texas Tech. I took Tech in this game. I thought uh, a home uh, home field advantage or home court advantage is very key in the Big 12, and it, it ended up being true. Texas Tech ended up winning this game by, uh, by seven. Pop Isaacs, who is the point guard for Texas Tech, had 32 points five rebounds and four assists. And the honestly, the most interesting thing about this game, I, and I was watching this game at, as it was happening, um, Texas Tech was down 17 points at halftime and ended up rallying in the second half and winning the game. Um, another another factor here was that Texas Tech shot 50% from three. So so very, very solid shooting percentage from them. And, and really, that 50% was bumped up in the second half. I think in the first half they were shooting in the 20s. So they were able to definitely go on a nice run in the second half with their three-point shooting. 
In the final game of the week, um, we had Oklahoma State at Kansas State. This I did pick Kansas State, and it was it was a lot closer than I would have thought. Uh, Kansas State ended up pulling out the win, and I I thought that the key contributor for Kansas State was Arthur Kaluma, who had twenty three points, seven rebounds, and four assists. Um, it was it was really interesting to me. Oklahoma State led with a few minutes left, but their youth really really showed once again. They've they've had two close games so far in conference play, and they just haven't been able to pull pull out a win down the stretch. Um, they were down two, and they had the ball with about a minute left, and Oklahoma State called a timeout, drop wanted to drop a play, um, but coming out of the timeout, they immediately turned over the ball, and that basically sealed the game for Kansas State. Okay. Let's see here. Let's let's talk about some Big 12 rankings, then I'll talk about the AP poll, and then I'll talk about bracketology. I know it's kind of a lot, but really, you'll be able to tell who is out in front fairly easily. All right, so Kansas State and Texas Tech are sitting atop the conference with a 4-1 conference record. Then we have a grouping of teams who are 3-2. The, those are Kansas, OU, Iowa State, Houston, and Baylor. And keep in mind, those are all three and two teams. And then the two and three teams in conference play are Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, West Virginia, Texas, and TCU. And they're all two and three, like I said. And finally, we have the bottom of the totem pole, Oklahoma State being 0-5. Um, I just want wanted to give a quick assessment of the team so far through the first five games of conference play. And I got to be honest with you guys. Baylor and Texas are both very much overrated. Um, I'm I'm shocked at how just at how much hype surrounds them. Well, I'm not shocked at that because they've been consistently good over the past couple of years. So maybe it's more of a uh, jersey logo type deal that's getting them better rankings than what they're actually putting out on the court. But I think that they're massively overrated. Then. Uh, I wanted to talk about the home court advantage. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but in the Big 12, home court advantage is a massive deal. Home teams are currently 25 and 10 in the Big 12. So that just really shows you if you if you are a decently or evenly matched team, there's a pretty good chance that you'll be able to pull out a victory. And then the last thing that I wanted to mention before talking about the AP poll and bracketology is that West Virginia can definitely, definitely, definitely make a run. Um, they were able to beat Kansas at home. I know that they um, that they lost to OU in Norman, but I think that, that they have the opportunity to make a run here. Um, I think that they can be some spoilers for some other teams in the conference. Okay, let's talk about the AP poll, then bracketology, and then I'll make picks, and then we will wrap it up. Okay, so... Houston is ranked number four in the country right now. Kansas is currently ranked seventh. Oklahoma is ranked 11th. Baylor is ranked 15th. Texas Tech is ranked 20th. BYU is ranked 21st. Iowa State is ranked 23rd. And then also receiving votes are Kansas State, TCU, and Texas. I do want to note that TCU actually dropped out of the polls after being ranked 19th last week. Just something to keep a little bit of an eye on. Um, nothing crazy. It's not really too much movement. I think that they were, they received the most votes, 
of teams that were not in the top 25. So really they were 26th this week. Okay, let's talk about bracketology here really quick. So our one seeds pretty pretty consistent throughout this year so far. We have Houston and Kansas both uh, being looked at as one seeds by Joe Lenardi of ESPN. Then we have the three seeds or just a three seed, which is Baylor. And keep in mind, I think that they're overrated, so I would fully expect them to eventually drop to like a six or a seven seed after conference play really gets going. Then we have five seeds, OU and BYU. I, I'm i just not really convinced by BYU at this point. I think they, that they have some good players, but I'm, I'm, I'm really not fully convinced by them. Then the seventh seed we have is Iowa State, and I think I think that that makes a lot of sense right now. Um, I could see them. I think I mentioned this last week, but I I could see them being in the eight to ten range. Then we have a ten seeded Texas Tech team, which I think that they're still slightly underrated. I know they didn't have a good game against Houston, but I think um, they will be able to show how good they are, and I think their team will continue to grow throughout the season. Then we have the eleven seeds. Cincinnati and Kansas State. Um, this this does make a lot of sense to me. I think that Kansas State could make it in as a 10 seed, but I would fully expect Cincinnati and Kansas State both to make it to the tournament. Um, so that's it right now. There are no other teams sitting on the bubble. Texas kind of fell out of the bubble watch um, this week, and I think that makes a lot of sense, honestly. Okay, let's go ahead and make some predictions for this upcoming week i know i'm watching it right now um and currently there's about 10 minutes left in the first half kansas has a 10 point lead it's kind of a low scoring game so far um but i did pick kansas in this game against cincinnati at home then for tuesday january 23rd we have tcu at oklahoma state and i know i mentioned last week that there's a chance that oklahoma state goes 0 and 6 in their first conference game first six conference games but I am picking them at home against TCU. I don't think that TCU uh or I think that Oklahoma State will finally be able to pull off a win and I think it'll be a little morale boost for the Cowboys. Then we have Texas at OU, a little bit of a basketball Red River rivalry here. I'm going to take OU. This game is at home. I don't think that Texas is as good as everybody else thinks they are. I think that OU is very solid this year, and so I'm going to go with OU there. Then we have West Virginia at UCF. I know that UCF has a great home crowd, but I'm going West Virginia on this one. I think that they are going to start to put it put it together a little bit, especially I know that Bob Huggins is a great recruiter and was a great recruiter and a great coach. But I really think that they are starting. The team itself is starting to gel, and they will be able to move forward with a W here in Orlando. And the last game on Tuesday is Houston at BYU. This is going to be a great game. I think that um, Houston is going to win this game, but I fully expect BYU to put up a great, great fight. Then on Saturday, we actually have um. We have a couple of games that I'm that I'm pretty intrigued in, specifically Kansas State Houston. I I like this matchup. Heavy heavy guard play by both teams, but the key to me is going to come down to who is going to um, win the rebounding battle. And then we have West Virginia at Oklahoma State. I'm going to take uh, West Virginia in this one. 
I I think that they're just going to go on a run, really. I've said this a couple times now. I said it last week. Um, but West Virginia, to me, has this game in the bag. Then we have Kansas at Iowa State. I know Iowa State has a great home crowd. Probably one of the top two in the Big 12, if I had to guess, behind Kansas. But I am going Kansas in this game. Then we have Texas Tech at Oklahoma. Um, I don't really have much to say about this one other than I think that OU will be able to pull this one out. I do have to mention one thing. I was watching the uh, one of the games for Oklahoma in Norman, and I'm not sure if OU fans just like forgot that they're bas- they lost like one or two conference games, and then their fans for- forgot that OU has a basketball team. But it's absolutely pathetic. I mean, OU, don't get me wrong. They know that they, they have a football team. They know that they have a gymnastics team. But did they forget that they have a basketball team that is top 15 in the country right now? I, just, I don't get it. I if I know I know for a fact if Oklahoma State was a top 15 team, Gallagher-Ibo Arena would be packed to the rim. But I don't, I don't know what it is about OU, but they just must have forgotten that they had a basketball team. Okay, then we have Texas at BYU. I'm going to take Texas to go, what, um, 0-2 this week. I, I like BYU in this game. The, I think I think that they're going to lose to Houston at home, and then they're eventually going to pull off a win um, at home against Texas. Then we have TCU at Baylor. I, I'm not a huge – I don't know. I, I don't think that this game – is going to be as good as it has been in previous years, but I like, um, excuse me, I like Baylor in this game. And then we have the battle of the newcomers between UCF and Cincinnati. This game will be in Cincinnati, so once again, I'm going to go with the home team in Cincinnati. Well, everybody, please, please, please let me know what you think of my picks for this week. Last week, I had a very solid record. Um, and I, let's see, let's do some, let's do some quick math here. Uh, let's see, Baylor game, I lost by four. Um, I know this is great podcasting. UCF game, I lost by six. Texas game, I lost by two. And Iowa State game, I lost by one. So all of the games that I picked were single digit games that I lost. So um, I was, I was almost almost spot on. I don't expect that to continue. Honestly, I know I'm kind of pumping my tires up a little bit here, but I, I expect myself to lose a couple of these games, mostly because the big 12 just is the big 12 and random things happen on random nights. Players have good nights. Players have off nights. You know, it just, it just happens, especially in the best basketball conference in the land. Okay, everybody, like I mentioned before, please be sure to follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at around the underscore 12. Follow us on Facebook, Around the 12 Podcast, and then be sure to check out the Patreon. Everything is free so far. I'm not going to make you pay for anything. Don't worry. I just want to see if um, you all would go out and check out my individual uh, season review episodes for all the football teams. And please be sure, so on those episodes, you can actually comment and let me know what you think, unlike a Spotify or an Apple podcast. So that'll be good to get some more fan interaction with you guys and see what your thoughts are on specific teams and schools in the conference. 
Alrighty, everybody. We thank you. We love you. Goodbye.